This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, and welcome back to Bad Moms in Business. We are celebrating Thanksgiving around here today. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Yelp. How? What? How? How? I don't know. November. This year, I mean, I feel like we say this a lot, but truly, where did this year go? I, I don't know. I really idea. feel like I remember us talking about the new year. Like, I feel like, and then we blinked and here it is Thanksgiving. Yep. I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get it either. Now, if you've been a longtime listener of our show, you know that typically we do some sort of bracket, like best Thanksgiving dessert, best Thanksgiving meal, um, or accompaniment, and things have gotten quite ugly. It's nearly, <laughs> mm-hmm. nearly torn families apart. You, you mentioned that you dislike, uh, like, um, flaky. I was like, what is that word? Flaky rolls and, you know, all heck breaks loose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't stand a flaky biscuit. That's I can still it. hear it. <laughs> I still stand firm on those words. <laughs> so today, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, instead of causing absolute chaos amongst ourselves, we decided to um, show how thankful we are. <laughs> And um, we're going to talk about just a couple things each that we're thankful for. And they're going to be silly things. Like we said, you can't say you're thankful for your family because of course you are. You can't mm-hmm. say you're thankful for a roof overhead, over your head because mm-hmm. of course you are. Right. So this is more of like the little things in life that we're thankful exactly. for. The things that we don't often stop to appreciate. I so agree. we could just go around in a circle. Um, I'll start. And then we'll do go it. Do Danielle. We'll we'll do bad. Bad. Okay. okay. Um, so obviously, first and foremost is Starbucks for me. Mm. Um, Number one. I can't live without Starbucks. I um I love everything about them. I love their accessories. Mm. I love the cups. <clears throat> my beautiful cup that I have here. Uh-huh. Your glow in the dark. My, my studded glow cup. I love it. So much. Wow, that just made a really loud noise. My bad. The, the studded cups are the best. Yeah. I love them too. Um, I just I love everything about Starbucks. I love that they're in Target, so I can get my coffee and oh, oh I was like, the cups are oh, the yeah, they're in Target too. So I always feel weird because the the local Target that I'm at, like the Starbucks is is where you walk in the door, but because it's on the other side, I always feel awkward going over there before I stroll through Target. I feel like it's an as-you-leave moment because it's no. closer to the exit. I know that this is just the way that my brain works, but yep. I never get Starbucks and stroll around the store. Never. Mm-hmm. I will get it as I leave. I've been in that Target with you, and I've actually seen you leave without Starbucks, and I was like, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, I get Starbucks like, maybe twice a year. Yeah. It's twice? outrageous. <laughs> it really is. It's a travesty, <laughs> <laughs> but it is just such a, to me, like a luxury item. Like mm-hmm. you, it's, 
it can be very costly. And then also like it hits my stomach hard. It is such a powerful punch of a coffee that I have to be very careful when I drink it. Yeah. You need to get the blonde roast. I need to. Yeah. Get the blonde roast. And yes, you're right. It is definitely an expensive habit. Um, I have like the Starbucks, you know, the card or whatever Mm -hmm. that automatically reloads when it gets past a certain point. So I don't think of that as money. It's just magic. Right. Clearly. That's not money. Mm -hmm. So you're thankful for the magic Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And I drink it that I get a lot of free swag. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like part of the reason that I have, that I don't do it very often is I haven't been doing the caffeine thing for Mm -hmm. like forever. Yeah. When I was pregnant with Watson, when I was breastfeeding him, then I was pregnant with Jet and now I'm breastfeeding him. Like it's just, just never, never have caffeine ever again. Well, that makes it awkward for me to say my first choice, which is also coffee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, There's nothing wrong with you, Danielle, at all. We understand the, the, um, try to not take it personal. Yeah, please don't, please don't. And I'm not necessarily like a Starbucks person. I just enjoy coffee in general. I can Mm -hmm. drink a bad cup of coffee. I can drink a good cup of coffee. I just love, especially now that we're in the cooler months, as we've referenced, it's Thanksgiving. I love a good warm beverage on a very cool day or a very cold day. It just warms my body because the cold is very hard for me. So I love You give me a tea, a decaf or, you know, non-caffeinated tea. You give me hot chocolate, which I know has caffeine in it, but chocolate is very little compared to you guys. Of course. But you give me one of those. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. It's like, okay, it's Huga. Do you guys remember me talking about this? Mm -hmm. Yep. H-Y-G-G-E, Huga. It's like this Dane. Uh, way of living and it's like this warm cozy feeling that you get and mm, I'm all about it mm. so that you know what I don't like though yeah. what it's so stupid that reminded me of do you know like the, the you see people on TikTok or just like in general and they have their little cup have I told you guys how much this annoys me they have their little cup of coffee and they have their sleeves like Pull oh, like this down, and they're like, "Oh, just so I hate it." Oh, oh don't ever God. look at me then. <laughs> no, it's one thing if that's just your life. It's another if you're like on TikTok, like I'm so cozy and. Happy. Oh, I love it though. It just makes me happy, and I, I we're so opposite. Okay. <laughs> I've never, for once, drank coffee like this in my life. Never, ever. No. Well, so first of all, let's go back to why insanity. Um, my mom would not let us let our sleeves do this, <laughs> which is basically your hands being up in your sleeves. Like we, yeah. she's like, uh, you got hands for a reason. I won't see them. Hmm. I mean, we're short people, Amanda. This I know. That's why I literally have my sweater rolled. Because <laughs> oh, those aren't, I thought maybe they were just cuffs. No. Oh no, no, no. Like oh, what if oh. my mom comes in the store? <laughs> that is, funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. Most of the time I don't, Anytime I'm wearing a long sleeve, I almost always push it up to my elbows. I don't know why. So I get it a little bit, but also like, ooh, the thumb hole ones, the thumb hole shirts. Love a good thumb hole shirt. It's for me. I can't. I can't. But you're tall. So like, is it hard to find? That would be be a good point. It does does, like really hug. 
this no, is that felt so, weird to say. so this made me think of, and I'm going to probably get some hate comments for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do you know when we were younger, like the leggings that had the straps on them? Oh, I, yes. Stir I need pants. those back in my life. I need them. I want to sleep in them. So that way, like my pants don't come up like in the middle of the night. My legs get cold. Mm-hmm. But where were those during the I know skinny jeans are out, whatever. I'm a millennial. I'm still mm-hmm. going to wear them. Where were those at during the whole wearing boots and yes. skinny jean phase? Yes. Every time I shoved my foot in a boot, the pants rode up. You got to yes. try to weasel them yes. down. There's a mess. Straps on my, sh- on my pants. At least give long. me like a little, like a little uh, suspender thing that I can like clip yes. onto the sides of my pants yes. to hold it down and it goes mm-hmm. under my heel. What? Somebody so, needed to create that. I feel like I just became a millionaire, but it was like too back. late. Bring them back all day long. So um, that's really off topic, but what are you thankful for? <laughs> okay. So mine goes along with the Huga thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I love a good book and mm-hmm. I love the smell mm-hmm. of a new book. Mm-hmm. There is just something when you like crack it open and you can hear the spine and it's just like, yup, that I would, if I could make a candle of that smell, I'd light it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. So basically what you're saying is if someone can develop a book candle, a new book candle, mm-hmm. you would buy it. I, I have a perfume called Whispers in the Library. Does it smell hmm. like books? It doesn't, but it, it gives that sense. Okay. I Okay. So what is it I about the smell? Because I have to say, when I would go into a library when I could still smell, I would, I did enjoy the smell of a library. There was something like nostalgic about it. I didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily love the scent. I loved the feeling of the Huga baby. So that's, so I, I can, I can see that. I don't know that I'd burn like a candle that smelled like a library though, but Ooh, I'm intrigued like picture reading a book though. And you got but, your little blanket and your cup of tea and then like a fire going. Remember, I don't really read. Oh, so there's no, that. You should. Oh my gosh. I just heard a stat about this. I'm totally going to butcher what this is. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I feel like that's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Bridget says, I was listening to a podcast and mine's like, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> but it was something like, like 90% of people in the United States don't ever read a book after like high school. What? 90%? I, it was something huge. I approve of that message. <laughs> oh, my heart. My heart. And say- if you could read, if you could read one book a week, which is a lot. No, I don't know how many people have time for stuff like that when our lives are as busy as they are. Yeah. But if you could read one book a week, you would be in the top 1% of income earners because people who are typically reading books once a week tend to do like business books, self-development books, and are doing something to like further themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're reading nonfiction or if you're reading fiction, mm-hmm. I don't know if that holds true, but- this was all in this stat that I heard. His name is Sean something. He's from Think Media. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. He was talking yeah. about this in an, hmm. in an interview. I I don't disagree that that statistic is correct. I really don't. Um, and we all know Amanda likes to listen to audiobooks. And hey, I, would, I count that. I, I, I guess know. I do too. But you do don't. Count it if, 
the last book that I listened to prior to downloading the new book that I just downloaded yesterday was um, The Mouse and the Motorcycle <laughs> by Beverly Clearly, which is a children's author. Oh, I was like, I've n- I don't know what this is. I've never heard this before. Oh, it's a real cute book because um, hmm. sometimes I just want to listen to cute and nothing like serious. Listen, a Harry Potter is my jam for that. Uh, for sure. For sure. And Harry Potter is very long. And this would have been like, mm-hmm. like maybe a five hour listen. So I mm-hmm. knew like the task in my head that I could do yeah. to complete this. And I just wanted the, well, and I'm trying to write a stinking book too. Right. So I wanted to like be a little inspired for, I'm like, okay, let's listen to some children's books to like get my brain going. Um, but it didn't happen, but I did love the story again. So well-written. And did you, <laughs> you guys know how old Charlotte's web is? If you had to guess, tell me how old do you think Charlotte's Web is? 40s? Like 1940s? I was going to say 1953. Get out of here. Moving on. Bridget, what's your second thing you're thankful for? What was it? (laughs) Basically right in that. Like, I thought it was like 70s. No, no, no. Like, it was like well before that. Like, I'll look it up. But like, literally, you guys are dead on. Well. You guys are so good. I guess that's what happens when you read. <laughs> oh, hold on. So speaking of that, while Amanda's looking this up, you do not count audiobooks as reading, Bridget. Okay, let me let me make my case. Of course, you're you're consuming the book. So that mm-hmm. that counts as like consuming the knowledge or consuming the mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have a Goodreads profile. Oh, yeah. Same. When people say like, I want to read a hundred books this year and they listen to them all. I just mm-hmm. think it's cheating. That's different. That's totally different. I will always like, if I say I read this somewhere or whatever, I will always preface that by saying, and by read, I mean, I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I most, I would say probably 70% of the books that I consume over the last like four years, three years is through audible just because sure. my life is chaotic and I have very small children who are very demanding of my time. And it's just impossible for me to sit down. Right. But you're not then saying I read 50 books this year. No, No, you didn't. But I also am new to the Kindle world. Oh, I got a Kindle for my birthday last year. And I am just now really starting to get into it. And that is making actually reading so much easier. You should get a Kindle unlimited account if you don't already have one. I have one, but I was thinking of canceling it because I don't use it very often, but that I do have it and I like it. Okay. Here's my gripe about that. And I know it's like Netflix, right? So it's what is available on Netflix are the things that you can watch. It is not necessarily unlimited. It is unlimited in the Netflix realm. Sure. So Kindle unlimited is what's available. It's unlimited for what's available. I am looking for something that is like Apple music where I can, sure. I want to pay X amount of dollars and I want to be able to read whatever I freaking want. They have the those um, library online accounts. I have that too. I think I have Hoopla. That's Hoopla. Yeah. But I have not used it, so I don't like know a, what it If is. it's a book that's brand new or super popular, you might be on a waiting list, but it is unlimited. Whatever well, is. Why, why would I be on a waiting list for an ebook? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I get know. It. Well, and there might be some licensing agreements to okay. help not that bring is- down like 
initial sales and stuff, I sure, I'm sure there's some sort of agreement, right? Um, or that they can't just pay X amount of downloads because I'm sure they have okay. to pay a certain degree. So I could see that, but I don't know for sure. Because um, there's this book that I would like to read and it is constantly not sold out. What is it called? Like rented out of the library? What, oh what yeah, checked out, checked out. Checked out. It is constantly checked out at my library and it's not on the hoopla Mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, I want to read this freaking book. I feel you. I feel you. I, um, okay. So to answer our question about Charlotte's web, yes. October 15th, 1952. So Ooh, like, I said 53, look at me dead go. on deadline. And I will say my hoopla, I just downloaded it yesterday. The book that I'm currently listening to is, um, I got to can't see the things high hanging fruit by Mark Rimpola. I have not heard of this. So it is basically, um, instead of the low hanging fruit, it's going going for the high, you're going for the high. And I feel like my mind dreams up that like to a certain degree. So like, that doesn't surprise me. So I, I go, okay. I, I stumbled across this. I think, um, Gary V posted Mm. like, books that you should read. And mm-hmm. this is on there. I think that's how I discovered this one. That's good to know. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to add that to my to list. I'm going to listen to it and I'll, I'll, I'll circle back with you guys. Yep. Report and back. You know how it is. Um, Cause I do think when you do listen, I mean, Holy smokes, do we feel, we do get like pumped up and inspired and all of those things. I am all for that. Um, but sometimes I just want to listen for pure joy. And that's where like, I still love flipping through a good magazine. Like I love, I'm very visual. I just like looking at the pictures. That's fair. Yeah. So I don't necessarily, um, like read a book a lot, but I do look at printed material a whole lot. Yeah. All right. So, uh, okay. Number two. All right. Bridget. Number two. Number two. Okay. So this is the kind of the antithesis of everything that we just said. Um, um, so I am thankful for Google. Mm. That's a good one. Because honestly, we are of a generation where we've, we've had life before Google Mm -hmm. and we have life after Google. Yes. You guys remember like just not knowing the answers to your questions. Yeah. Do you remember just sitting around with friends and like, what year was Charlotte Web- Charlotte's web made? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And someone would have to like, yeah, follow back up a couple days later when they found their mm-hmm. copy and got all of us back together in the same group. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, it's true. So it's I really one. do love having the instant answer to my questions. But on the flip side, I do think it's kind of like dumbed down the generations to come because they don't have to search and go to a critical think or a a dictionary or critical think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go to a book to find the answer. They can just say, Hey Siri, what's, you know, whatever. Yep. So there's that. Oh, Um, I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) I was just about to say somebody's phone's going off. (laughs) If it's not one of ours, somebody's is going off. I have mine shut off because I was like, sorry, stop talking to me. Like, and I, I was not even saying her name and yes. it would go off. It was so this, I I have yeah. the I have the G O O G L E back <laughs> okay. here. And she does the same thing all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Surprised she didn't go off when, All I, right. when Bridget just said it. Let's just like focus on the fact that you had a spell, what you just spelled. Like when we go like, Hey, I'm going to go take like Billy on a W A L K. Like, mm-hmm. Like, like it's a beam that is going to react or oh, she'll a hear child. Me. It's she'll so hear funny because that's where we're at to prove Bridget's point. <laughs> yep. No, I think that's a really good thought, Bridget, because I think like we remember having to go to the library if we were going to do a report, like we oh, had yeah. to check out material, like how hard it was to like do an actual report that somebody else's wouldn't almost look exactly identical to because the info that we were being like, we were quoting was coming from basically the same books. Yeah. And then think about like encyclopedias, right? They were pretty much like how quickly we were finding new information back then too. Those things were out of date as soon as they were printed. The Yeah. The volumes. And I remember what a big deal it was when my mom got the entire set of encyclopedia. I was pumped. It was really interesting. Like, I don't know that I used it a whole lot, but, and you know what I can't really get rid of is I have a thesaurus, you know, I struggle with that word so bad and a dictionary. Right. (laughs) right, I know. I know. You're welcome. Be (laughs) thankful for that smile. Laugh this morning, friends. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, And I have like a paper version that's like probably 20 years old on my bookshelf. And I go, I should just throw those away yeah, because I'm I got never going to a couple years ago. I'm never going to pull it out. I'm going to go to my phone. Yep. Yep. So I think I'm going to dispose of those. And it, it's, it's a little like sad because to me, I'm like, Oh, it's a part of like history. That's just going in the garbage. Like, do I want to mm-hmm. remember that that's what life was like or move on? I'm struggling, struggling. It, I, I would say the dictionary for me, was pretty hard. The source I got rid of pretty quickly, but the dictionary yeah. was hard. I mean, it's just a reminder that I can't speak properly. So that one for sure is going in the garbage, I think. <laughs> so that's a good one, Bridget. I like that. Okay. Um, what's your second one? So for me, I'm going to bounce off that a little bit. I'm going to switch my two and three just because I think it's so similar to Bridget's. I, and I hate saying this out loud, but I'm just going to say it. I really am grateful for social media. And I know it brings a lot of negative into people's lives too. But I am so grateful for the connections that in our terribly busy seasons that we're in, we still can feel so connected with Mm -hmm. so many people without actually having to go and meet them in person. And I love going to like have coffee with a friend or whatever, but when you just don't have time, you don't have time. And I enjoy seeing like the pictures of their kids so much. And now their kids are as old as we were, or if not older than when we originally first met, you know, it's really fun to see like, and I go, Oh my gosh, some of my friends from elementary school, they're turning into such good looking like adults. It's just Mm -hmm. so sweet to see like the evolution. And I go, but man, we're like old now. That's true. Yeah, we sure. I think that's a good one. I think social media gets a bad rep because, mm-hmm. like you said, there's a lot of negativity out yeah. there and there's a lot yeah. of bad stuff that it's brought mm-hmm. into people's lives. But yeah. I also think that we tend to focus, like as a society, on mm-hmm. a lot of negative stuff. Yeah. And not necessarily think about the little things like that, right? Yeah. Like, I would not be in contact with a fraction of the people oh, agreed. if it wasn't for social media. I would say 99% of the people Mm -hmm. I communicate with, I wouldn't probably communicate with at all. That's like, that's a damning like statistic to me. Same. 
So the fact that I can stay in front of those people and connected um, beyond just a tool of what it does for our businesses. I think we've all like spoke about that in the past, but just truly for like friendship. And I'm telling you, the older I get, the more I'm craving that real connection with people. Me too. And it's so hard. And I think that's another thing that like is coming about on social media is like this more authentic, vulnerable Mm -hmm. side where for so long, everybody was like, oh, picture perfect and, you know, Mm -hmm. perfect Instagram feed and all of that. And I think that people were so sick of that, that I think that that's finally starting Mm -hmm. to go away. And it's just real people looking for other real people. Yeah. So that's, that's mine. Um, just to kind of piggyback off. I like it. Off of Bridget's there. Um, so my second one is walking outside, but specifically we have beautiful trails where I live and walking in these trails specifically in the fall is my favorite. I know it's really cold out, but as often as I can, we are constantly walking these trails because it's beautiful and it's quiet and the woods are my happy place. I know some people really like the beach. Some people really like the city. Mm -hmm. The woods is is my, where I feel like connected and grounded and Mm. like I can breathe again. And so as often as I can, I try to get out in these pads and it's my favorite. I need to send you a book that I have because I, it's been years since I read it because it was more relevant to younger children. Um, But it's called the last, I think it's the last child in the woods. Mm, Never heard of it. It's really good. It's basically like a, a, it's not a self-help book, but the importance of having kids in nature and Mm, developmentally, like what that does to their brains and all of the benefits. And Mm -hmm. they've compared like children who live in the city compared to children who live in the like country. And it's just very interesting. The, like the huge differences in, in what they've learned and what they don't even know. No different than someone who lives in the city might know something so randomly as a, what this is. And a person from mm-hmm. the country is like, I don't even know what that is. The same applies. But like for us who grow, who grew up not in the rural area, but we have plenty of like country around us. Like we know what a grasshopper looks like. Oh yeah. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there's just certain things that, you know, people from different areas of populated places mm-hmm. may or may not know. So I think you'd find it fascinating. Yeah. I'm super interested in that. There is a challenge. I believe it's a book. I don't 100% know. It's called um, a thousand hours outside. I was turned on to this yes. by the lovely Danielle. Love her so much. Hi, if you're listening, um, <laughs> she, she always is posting about this thousand hours outside and that you're supposed mm. to spend a thousand hours outside with your kids, which I don't know if anybody has done the math on that. It's a lot of hours. Very hard to do. That is a lot of hours outside. That's like two and a half, three hours a day, every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think our country is the one, one of the hardest people to like make that happen. And I will be the first person to admit that I'm like, oh, it's too hot. I'm not going outside. I do not enjoy the heat. I'm not going outside. Or oh, it's snowing. Not going outside. It's not like what? Come on. Yeah. Like we we live in Michigan. We don't live in 115 degree weather. You know, if it's 80, 85, right. get outside. Well, and let me give you some grace on that because I think we grew up in a time that we could go outside by ourselves and do it. Yes. 
Now we don't really have that privilege. We can't just send sweet baby Watson in your backyard Mm -mm. and say, go play. Like, even though he would, it's just not like safe anymore. Nope. It's Mm -mm. just not. And so, um, I think I almost said 20 years ago thinking it would reference the eighties, but it's not, um, (laughs) I would say the eighties and nineties. I mean, people were very safe to do that. Very, very safe to do that. So having your kid and recesses were longer. Yeah. Like recess breaks were offered more. So by the time a kid got home, they maybe already spent maybe an hour outside. Mm -hmm. That's true. So it's, I think it's, it's hard. And I think it's, I don't want to say it's an unrealistic challenge to get to a thousand, but holy smokes, it's, it's almost impossible, but I love that. Yeah. And walks are, nature is a wonderful thing and walks are very healthy. Yeah. And it's just yeah. good for your mental health. You it know? is. Like I just always, I can tell when I'm not doing it because I just get mm-hmm. all jumbled up in my head and I, yeah. I get more anxious and my thoughts are more mm-hmm. chaotic and stuff. I agree. And I, I think agree. too, the older your kids get, the more it'll be easy for them mm-hmm. to obviously be outside. Mm-hmm. Our kids run the streets all summer long, all mm-hmm. fall long. Um, even in the winter, they'll go down, we have a pond in the backyard and they'll go play on the ice. Not my oh, mo- most favorite thing, but I'm trying to let they're that not go. Having, having no. a newborn and being worried that they're going to get sunburnt <laughs> every two mm-hmm. seconds is. It, it's a true concern. Easy. It is a mm-hmm. true concern. Um, so Bridget, your third and final. And we thought here, we thought this episode would be so fast. I know, we're know better. <laughs> um, my third and final is after school sports and activities. Mm. So, okay, wait, this is a grateful podcast. I know. So I was going to say as much as I get annoyed at how late they run sometimes into the evening or how often we have these things, mm-hmm. it is something I'm truly grateful for because Otherwise, my kids would be sitting in front of screens all day um, and not doing anything. So it keeps them active. It keeps them healthy. It keeps them engaged with other kids that maybe aren't in their school um, based on what they're doing. And I think it just broadens their, I don't know, their, their life or their experiences in some way. So I am thankful for the opportunity to be able to provide these things to my kids, even if mm-hmm. I find them to be annoying at times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just exhausting. And I applaud any parent of multiples who makes it work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's, it is late nights, very, very late nights. And yes. Whew, it is. That's a good one though. It is. That's a good one. Um, okay. So my third and final is I am thankful for daydreams. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> because they literally keep me like moving forward. In That's my head, really I'm always one. dreaming up something. And if I if I reach like the place like that's wonderful and that's fun, but like, okay, now I need to like go bigger and deeper. And for some reason, I always can go further and further than that in my dreams. And my, like, I just, I'm, I always was a daydreamer, even in school. I can remember looking out the window, just daydreaming. Hmm. That's a good one. Dreamed a 
that doesn't yeah. shock me. I, I'm just going <laughs> to have that stuck in my head forever now. <laughs> it doesn't <stop> for me. <laughs> yeah. Like if I, in school, I was either talking or I was daydreaming, neither of which were very productive. And sure, uh, sure, hey. sure. Both but hey, now you are a multi-business owner. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I think you've done quite well. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, it's, I enjoy it though, which is most important. So I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate my ability to, to still dream up some, some magic. That's a good one. That is a great one. Danielle. Okay. So we're going to end on a real high note here. Ooh, like, like real high note or no. like, you just like joking. Okay. No, I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring this right back down. <laughs> okay. 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 Man, I should have gone last. <laughs> I'm grateful for a fuzzy socks. <laughs> oh, that's a happy one. That's a good yeah, one. I mean, it's happy, but it's not like so profound. Amanda's like, I love daydreaming and I love creating <laughs> new things and running my businesses. And I'm like, fuzzy socks. Fuzzy socks. Hey, Fuzzy socks make the world go round. So I feel like I've been in like this very Huga mood. It's fine. And the fall does it to me. For <laughs> sure. That. Um, but nine chances out of 10, when I am in my house, I am sockless. I do not care to wear socks on a normal basis. But there is something that is so cozy about throwing on a fuzzy pair of socks and curling up with a good book with a blanket. It's just my favorite. It really is. I love that. I love it's a good like sack. Your uniform for reading. It like is. You you it get is. prepared to do the activity. I love that. Literally curling up with a good book. That's what I do. You grab your we're, favorite blanket, your favorite book. Where in your house is your reading spot? I would say, okay, in a perfect world is our couch in our family room. I absolutely love this couch. It's so big and so fluffy. And you just sort of like sink down into it mm. because it's so like squishy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's just kids everywhere at this point. Yep. I, there's just two. I get that, but they have a lot of things and stuff. Yeah. Um, we have a, a rocker upstairs that I will read in. Oh, okay. oh rocker. Like a rocker recliner. It's a lazy boy, not sponsored. Just <laughs> saying, but we would welcome a sponsor. Everybody's like, we we know. Yeah, I was I like to need to clarify that. Guys, just so you know, lazy boy is not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Like, what? Uh, let's, let's circle back to what daydreams are. All right, everyone. Let's, <laughs> exactly. let's just focus. <laughs> Brandon did used to work for Lazy Boy. He worked there for like six years. So, hey, Lazy Boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, most women, household women, are the ones who make the decision about the furniture. Mm, just you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not. Well, wrong. this was this was fun. This, as usual, goes into a lot of different directions than what we just originally thought it would do, um, but. It was a fun episode, and it's always yeah. good to be thankful, even for those little baby things. Exactly. Um, that those everyday things that make our hearts happy. Absolutely. And we hope you have a good Thanksgiving too. Don't kill any family members. That's your PSA for today. Right. Yes, and eat all of the green bean casserole because it's so delicious. Yes, but steer clear of those flaky biscuits. Nope. <laughs> eat them. Eat them all. Yeah, so I don't have to. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.